Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. The historical stuff happens during the week, plus a modern cardinal on Saturdays. Peter Ebere Opalecki was born on March 1, 1963, in Amesi, in the Anambra state of Nigeria, on the same day as his twin brother Paul, Peter and Paul being top-shelf names for twin Catholic boys. Nigeria had recently gained independence from the British, back in 1960, and it would unfortunately not be long before the ethnically divided country would face a civil war, or perhaps a war of independence, if you ask one of the leaders of the breakaway Republic of Biafra, which included young Peter's home. From 1967 to 1970, Nigerian forces blockaded Biafra, and took a serious PR hit due to images of starving children circulating internationally. I don't have specifics on Pita's personal situation at the time, though he was four and apparently living in the blockaded area, so it was likely not great. I've linked some personal reflections from the writer Kurt Vonnegut in the show notes, as he was in Biafra at the time. Of course, many Nigerians speak English, and it would hardly do to have the only testimony I can provide be that of a white celebrity foreigner so I found an oral history interview the University of South Florida has made available online with Gertrude Agunke, a survivor who spoke of her war experience as a child. English is the official language of Nigeria and is reasonably widely spoken, which is helpful if you want to dive deeper. There was an ethnic component to the Nigerian Civil War. Like 70% of Nigeria's Catholic population, Peter, our Cardinal of the Day, belongs to the Igbo ethnic group, which was the dominant culture in the breakaway republic. In addition to ethnic tensions between Igbo land and the predominantly non-Igbo rest of Nigeria, Igbo has several subgroups which do not always get along. I bring all that up because it will be relevant later. Let's focus back on Peter. Peter was baptized as an infant, which is kind of a given among most cardinals, but not necessarily so in rapidly Christianizing Africa. Peter did have a new religious experience at the age of nine, but it wasn't being baptized, it was being recruited as an altar server. He and his aunt braved serious rain to make it to a mass that none of the regular servers attended, so the priest recruited Peter from the attendees. The instructions he received are familiar to many a new altar server, with the priest telling him, If I call you, you come. If I say sit, you sit. Peter's enrollment to the priesthood was apparently fairly standard stuff, enrolling in his local major seminary when he reached college age and being ordained in his late 20s. Like many cardinals, he wound up pursuing advanced training in Rome, ultimately receiving a doctorate in canon law from the Pontifica Universita della Sancta Croce in 2002. Father Peter Opolecki spent much of his time as a priest in the diocesan chancery of his home diocese of Aka, with only the occasional stint in a parish. On December 7, 2012, he was elected Bishop of Ahiara. He would remain in that role for more than five years, but would be prevented from exercising his functions by some of the local clergy and laity on ethnic grounds. In case you're wondering, no, ethnic grounds is not a canonically sound objection, and the Holy See did not accept the demand that a bishop from the preferred Mbaise ethnic subgroup be appointed. 
Now, what really threw me during the research, and I took a while looking into this, is that Umbaise is, by all accounts, a subset of Igbo. I don't pretend to have any expertise on Nigerian ethnicity, but I did rabbit hole for over a day, by definition longer than my standard research period, on this topic, trying to make sure I was understanding correctly. If you have experience on this, of course, write in and let me know and I can update this. In any event, this issue did not seem to be that Bishop Okpoliki was Igbo, those objecting were Igbo as well, but that he was not the right kind of Igbo. There is, after all, a special contempt that can come from closeness. And really, to be clear, the issue is not Bishop Opoleki's particular ethnicity, but the intolerance of a subset of his flock. That said, not to defend the prejudiced, but it's worth saying that I saw more written against Mbaisi folk than in favor of them when I was writing and researching this. I'm pretty sure they did take consolation in having previous bishops they could more closely identify with in the past. Things were relatively quiet for a few years, with Pope Francis expressing his strong disapproval of the opposition to his predecessor's pick, but not taking specific action. On June 8, 2017, Pope Francis met with several Nigerian bishops, including Bishop Opaleki, at the Vatican, saying Mass together, and later meeting with top curial brass to discuss the, quote, painful situation of the church in Ahiara, end quote. The next day, June 9, 2017, Pope Francis announced that all of the priests of the Diocese of Ahiara, whether serving at home or abroad, were required to write to him a letter asking forgiveness and promising obedience within 30 days or face suspension and removal from office. Many such letters were granted, and if I had to take a guess, at least one of those letters will turn out to have been sent by a future bishop of Ahiara, if the diocese continues to exist in the long term. At present, in August 2023, the diocese is still in a period of sede vacante, in the care of a non-Nbaisi apostolic administrator. Bishop Okpaleki formally resigned the post he was never able to take up on February 19, 2018. But obviously, that wasn't the end, or he wouldn't be talking about him. On March 5, 2020, Pope Francis created the Diocese of Equilobia and named Opaleki as its first bishop. Pope Francis then elevated him to the cardinalate in 2022. Cardinal Opaleki will be eligible to vote in future conclaves until he turns 80 in 2043. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.